Don't ever take the word for granted. The word of God can speak to you and bring you answers and solutions to whatever you're going through. Everyone say, word of God, God. speak Speak. to me, me. my family, family. this day, day. in Jesus' name. name. Amen. I want to draw your attention. You don't need to turn there. It's a familiar passage of Scripture, and it's in Philippians. And the Apostle Paul is, is admonishing this church and encouraging them and really praising them. Praising them, It says, verse 14, It's nevertheless you've done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. Pretty remarkable. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. There's fruit there when you sow seed. Indeed, I have all and abound, and I'm full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God, verse 19, and my God, everyone say, and my God, shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. I want to thank you um, for blessing Stephen. He was here, he and and Lee, his wife, um, originally from India. And the end of this week, he will be going into Nigeria, the northernmost part. And this is where ISIS is invaded through uh, Boko Haram and... uh, the, the place where he's going, they burn the church down. And so he and his son will be leaving. And I, I, I read that scripture because I want you to know, because you sowed seed. And I encourage you, you know, when we have a guest speaker and you're not going to be there, you're missing an opportunity to sow seed. Oh, that went over big. <laughs> You know, you can sow an offering and not be here. That was better, Belts. Thank you. We sent him away with $3,000. Now, that's a remarkable thing for the size of this church. And so I commend you. And I want you to know, just as the Apostle Paul was, was praising the Philippian church, I'm praising you. That's a remarkable thing. One ticket was $2,400, so we were able to buy them one ticket. And uh, so thank you for treating the ministry gift so well and sowing seed into their lives, and and you received the good word, did you not? We sure did, amen. Um, We're going to go ahead, and and today before you go, I'm going to speak a blessing over you. And uh, because that's what we're talking about. But I'm going to have the ushers wait upon you this morning. If you need an envelope for your giving, raise your hand. And then remember, everyone say special projects. We have a lot of special projects. Our contractor today is in Superior, Nebraska. Pastor Brad's ministering in a church down there. And uh, giving his testimony down there. And uh, I've got Brad lined up and some of you men lined up to do some things. 
And so remember, we're going to receive a special offering now. Every week, you can put SP. Everyone say SP. Special projects, and we've got a number of things that we need to do here at the church. We sow seed outside the church, but we got things we got to do here. So as the Spirit of God deals with you, just sow, and we'll get these projects done. SP, amen. Go ahead, ushers. Thank you. Amen. Operate in the ministry of an evangelist. Now his son has picked up the mantle, and the Billy Graham Association has that anointing of an evangelist. And since we can't have Billy Graham here, once again this Easter we're going to give people an opportunity to hear the gospel through this film. So on Easter, April 5th, 10 o'clock, we're going to show this, and we're going to give That's right.
right. You know, when it's all said and done, there are all kinds of churches out there and uh, Bible-believing, they believe in Jesus. But we have to, in this hour in which we live, make sure we are not distracted by other things, activities. Churches can do a lot of things, but I, we're doing this at Easter and you say, well, if I ask someone, they might not come. That's fine. I've been a pastor 30 years. I guess I've learned how to handle rejection. People won't always be receptive. But all you need to do is ask. And if they don't want to, that's fine. But it's not, this is for outside. Yes, we want to see people born again. But at the same time, we have to keep at Harvest Church a vision before you. It's all about winning people to Christ. That's simple. Then we have a responsibility to pray and and make sure they put spiritual roots down in their church and grow. We can't force them. And uh, we have to lead them. And the Holy Spirit never forces. He leads. And so I'm asking you, and in fact, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, there are people here today that have friends, Relatives that are lost. They don't know Christ. Lord, lead us to these people. And Lord, you bless the righteous and with favor you surround us as with a shield. So Father, thank you. The people of Harvest Church have favor with friends, neighbors, and relatives. Their speech is with grace, seasoned with salt. They'll know how to invite. They'll know how to speak to these people. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to introduce people to the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. Everyone said, I will. will. Amen. Amen. Anyone here, and Angie's not here, so I'll I'll use her. I I told you a few weeks ago, we started a series, and the first first message I'm still on, and this is number three, and I never did get through the first message. And uh, I firmly believe, even in the time in which we live, our God, our Heavenly Father, it's His express desire and His will to bless His people. If you're a true father, you want to bless your children. And so this year, I, I told you, and, and there are a lot of things out there, and I, I know if you look, look at the world, you look at the TV and what's going on, you can be distracted by that. But I want you to focus on the fact how much your God loves you, how much He is for you, and He wants to bless you. 
I should have got an amen for that. He wants to bless you. Now, there are different types of blessings, and we got into that, and, and, uh, but uh, our purpose is to, to show you and reveal to you God's nature, and it is one that is, uh, uh, wants to bless His people. We said God's blessings are spiritual and physical. His blessings are spiritual and physical. The greatest gift is the new birth, and it's spiritual. And uh, you can get caught up in materialistic uh, possessions and wealth, and that's a part of it. And I don't want you to see that as the whole picture. It's a part of it. We said the blessings of God are conditional. Everyone say the word conditional. And then I'm I'm really looking forward, we're going to spend time on this, on the power of the spoken blessing. Everyone say spoken blessing. You can use your tongue for two things. To bless and to curse. And uh, how many would like people to speak blessings? Amen. Now, I don't have, we're not going to take a long time, but I I started this and I said, I'm believing God's going to bless you. And I want to hear about some blessings. So what was the blessing your wife received? Okay. Okay. Morton Building. Okay. That's a blessing. Anybody else? I don't do this very often, but I want to hear blessings. Why? Because I'm believing. Yes, Mr. Thielen. You got a raise in March. How long you work for NPPD? That's good. Anybody else? Oh, he did. That had to be a blessing. How long did that conversation last? Wow. Did you pay for it? <laughs> That's good. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And it's come through to where the last few weeks they've been doing the four day a week thing, getting his hours and working and not or going in in the afternoon and getting home and no, the night sleeping and getting better rest and then okay. not just relaying. And so that's been a blessing. Good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Anybody else? Any young people? Yeah. Invited to a quarterback camp out in Oregon. You think your folks will let you go? <laughs> That's good. Amen. Anybody else? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're leaving us. Well, I'm just going to believe God. You'll find a good church down there. Amen. And you'll be a blessing to them. You've been a blessing to our church. Amen. Well, that's good. 
you know, I never thought about praying for job promotions and I'm going to lose people. So I'll quit praying for job. (laughs) All right. Proverbs 10 and verse 22. Now, as I said, I'll go through this. If I don't go through this, don't be concerned. We'll get you out of here. Plenty of time. I want to read to you from Proverbs 10.22. This is New King James Version. It says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. The NIV is, The blessing of the Lord brings wealth. He adds no trouble to it. The message translation, God's blessings make life rich. Nothing we can improve can do can improve on God. How many of you know you can try, but you can't out? Bless God or outdo God. The Amplified Bible says the blessings of the Lord, it makes rich, truly rich. And he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. One translation gentleman said, it is though the Lord is saying to us, my blessings are not sweet and sour. I'm going to make you both happy and miserable. I'm not going to make you both happy and miserable. I do not open my hand to pour out blessing and sorrow at the same time. So it's my... Goal, And I believe the Spirit of God wants us to see that in this year, even though with all that's going on in the world, and the government, the economy, God is our source, and He is a God that loves His people, and He's a God that blesses His people. Now we said there's some Hebrew words for blessing. The first one is B-A-R-A-K. It means to praise, it means to confer a blessing on, to bend the knee, to make prosperous. We said often the recipient of blessing would kneel down when the blessing was pronounced over him by another. To the ancient Hebrews, this blessing was this transmitted or endowment of the power of God's goodness and favor, usually through the spoken word, and then they would often lay hands on their sons, their children, and that would be transferred to them, that blessing. And so, look at Genesis chapter 12. We've used this scripture and we've talked about Abraham. I want to establish the fact, I want you to see that Abram then became Abraham, but he was blessed by God. Genesis 12, verse 1, it says, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will. I love the I wills. Everyone say I will. I will bless you and make your name great. That's pretty good so far, isn't it? Then it states, and you shall be a I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Do you see how this one man, as he obeyed God, has affected nations? We are, we are blessed. We have the, the, the spiritual blessings of Abraham are upon us, the church. And it's a wonderful thing. But he says, I will bless you, make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. Yes, God wants to bless you this year. How many houses do you say you got to build? 
All right? That's good. But remember, as God blesses you, Thor, you are to be a blessing. You get promoted on the job, you're a blessing. Whatever God gives you, whatever, however God blesses you, yes, receive that blessing from Him. Whether it be finances or whatever. But remember this. He's blessed you in order for you to be a blessing. He's blessed you and I. Why? So we can be a blessing. And you don't just have to think money and to be a blessing. Do you know you could sow a kind word of encouragement somewhat to someone and bless them? Yeah. So, see it this year's and, and every day. God wants to bless you. But also remember, Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. But Father, help me to be a blessing. I, I, I just, I can't get past this scripture. I just, I love this scripture, how God is speaking and God and Abraham entered into covenant with God and, and was blessed by God. And have you noticed his realities were blessed as a result of his being hooked up with God? Even the in-laws and the outlaws. Was, was Lot always with the program? No. And a lot of the, the great patriarchs and, and the, the Bible characters, they got off into a ditch in some respects, but it all came back. God would speak to them and say, I will bless you with the blessings of Abraham. And uh, so I want, you to, I want you to hold your head high this year. Thrust your chest out. Don't be arrogant. But just know who you are. You're blessed of God. You're blessed spiritually. You're blessed physically, emotionally, financially. I have a prayer I speak every day. Uh, Pastor Hank wrote it and, and sent it to me, and I speak it over myself. I speak it over the church every day. You mark my words. By the end of this year, you're going to look back and you're going to say, Wow. Did God, how He blessed me. Thank you. I said, you're going to look back at the end of this year and you're going to see deliverance, health, prosperity, and here's another one, relationships restored. I believe it. I believe it. Genesis 15 one says, after these things, I'll go through some scriptures about Abraham. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abraham, or Abram, I'm your shield, your exceedingly great reward. I'll give you a test. After these things, after what things? You remember? Now you know why preachers go over and over. And why is Pastor Mike going over and over? After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. After what things? 
I'll tell you, so relax. In about 20 seconds, I'll tell you. After these things, what things? What happened in chapter 14 that led to chapter 15? What did Abram, how was Abram obedient? And I believed it opened up a door for Abram to be blessed by God. He tithed. Tithing is kind of a, you know, on a, this church preaches it. Amen. Genesis 17, it says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless, and I'll make my covenant between me and you, and you will multiply you exceedingly. And then Abram fell on his face. That's probably a good thing. Remember, when God speaks to you, good place to be. Where? On your face. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer, name change, your name shall be called Abram, but your name shall be now Abraham, for I've made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. You like that? And I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you, and I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you and their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Exceedingly fruitful. Genesis 22. It says, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you've done this thing. And have not withheld your son, your only son. You remember the story. Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, as the sand which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you've obeyed my voice. So was Abraham a blessed man? Let let me ask you another question. Why was Abraham a blessed man? Because... He was obedient. There are some conditions to being blessed by God. How many of you want to be blessed by God, your Father? Then what is required of you and me is obedience. He obeyed and he tithed that 10% to Melchizedek, remember? Now he was willing to offer up Isaac, his son, So he walked in obedience to God. And so this year, also keep in mind, you know, there are some things that you and I need to do if we want to walk in the blessings of God. Genesis 24, 35, it says, The Lord has blessed my master greatly. Remember, he sent his servant to go find his son a wife. And he's become great, and he's given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants, camels and donkeys. Now, listen to this scripture, Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Aren't you glad? Having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So we receive that that spiritual blessing. 
The word bless or blessing appears in Scripture in some form or another over 700 times. Now, let's go on. There's another Hebrew word. I'm not going to spend time on this one like I did the first one. It's A-S-H-A-R. Psalm 33, 12. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Blessed, I know sometimes we wonder if this nation is God, but God's, I believe it is. I believe it is. I believe it is. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And I don't care who's president, who's in Congress. There will always be a remnant crying out to God. Revival. Deliverance. There was always a remnant in, within the nation of Israel. And that's why we need to believe that. So this word means to be very happy and, and the receiver of good fortune. This Hebrew word means to advance or prosper. So God this year wants you and I to advance. He wants us to prosper. Now let's go to the Greek. The Greek for blessing is E-U-L-O-G-I-A. What, what do you usually give at, at, at a funeral? Eulogy. U means good. Logos means word. So it means to give a good word. In the Greek, the word blessing means to speak a good word concerning someone or something. I just told Caleb he's got a word to speak over me someday. It's private. You won't understand it, but it is funny. So God was actually saying to Abraham in Genesis 12, Whoever confers verbal blessing upon you, I will confer verbal blessing upon him. Whoever speaks well of him. Later, God extended this principle to all the Abraham's children descended from him physically or spiritually. Genesis twenty-two seventeen: Blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and the sand which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. Jesus blessed his disciples, I'll read it to you, Luke 24, 48, it says, And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And now it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. All right? There are four types of blessings. Number one, a blessing spoken by God to people. All right, I've already gone through these dealing with Abraham. This is a benediction by God promising his favor such as we've seen with the blessing given Abraham. Number two, a blessing spoken by people to God. A blessing spoken by who? People to who? To God. So should we bless the Lord? Oh, go to Psalms and read that. Psalms 103.2, David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless His holy name. So you and I every day should what? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Listen, if you can't think anything to bless Him for, read, memorize the Scripture. Get the Word on the inside of you. Speak the Word of God to Him. Bless His holy name. Ephesians 1.3, Paul said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Who what? Past tense. Who has 
blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. We're going to be studying this in in the Sundays ahead. The spiritual blessings in Christ. We're blessed in Christ. We're blessed in Christ. In Him we live and move and have our being. We are blessed because of Jesus Christ. It's not because who you are or who your parents were, your ancestry, what church, what's your background, wherever you are, what you've accomplished in life. It's all because of Jesus Christ. Then there's a blessing spoken by God over people or over things. Deuteronomy 28, it says, And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. Boy, if I was a rancher, a farmer, I'm blessed. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in. And blessed shall you be when you go out. Matthew 14, verse 19 says, Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke them, and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples to the multitudes, and they All ate and were filled, and they took up twelve baskets full of fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about five thousand men, besides women and children. So here we, Jesus blessed the loaves. Okay? And animals, material possessions can be blessed. The more specific meaning of blessing is the intentional act of speaking. Say speaking. Speaking what? Speaking God's favor and power into someone's life, often accompanied by the laying on the hands on that laying hands on that person. Okay. Um, Mark ten sixteen it says, and he took them up in his arms. Who? The children. And he laid his hands on them and he blessed them. Parents, you can do that. I know there's a temptation to do this. Amen? But we need to lay hands on our kids too. And confer a blessing upon them. You know, you can speak. I pray for my boys and Caleb's fiance every day. I speak the word. I pray for you every day, church. I speak the word. If you want to bless somebody, speak the word. Not your opinion. Not how they did you wrong. But speak the word. And you know what? You've got to speak it in faith. You've got to speak it in faith. Sometimes you, it's hard to, to pray over people and bless people that have offended you and used you and speak ill of you. But we are commanded to speak a blessing. Oh, we we should speak a blessing on those that bless us. That's what the Word says. No, the Word says even those that curse you. And boy, I tell you what, in this hour in which we live, sometimes it can be difficult to do that. Amen? 
Amen. Now, it's God's nature to, to bless. You don't need to turn there because I'll read it to you. It's God's nature to bless. The first act of God, the Creator, to the newly created man and woman, who was? Was to bless them. Was to bless them. Listen. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. Do you see that? How it started, how it all began. The blessing of God upon our lives requires obedience, responsibility, and accountability. Now, did they screw up? Yeah, they did. But that didn't stop God from continuing to bless the human race. We should Now, I wrote this statement down. I don't remember where I got it, but I got it somewhere and I wrote it down. It might have come out of my, my Bible, but listen to this. You and I should never be pleased to dwell on a level of existence lower than that on which God has made it possible for us to dwell. We should strive to be the best we can be and reach the highest levels we can reach. To do less is to be unfaithful stewards of the life entrusted to us. I'm going to say that again. I want you to listen. We should never be pleased to dwell on a level of existence lower than that which God has made it possible for us to dwell. We should strive to be the best we can be and to reach the highest levels we can reach. To do less is to be unfaithful stewards of the life entrusted to us. Now understand this. I realize we are to be content with what God gives us. But if we have abilities and we have skills and we have talents and we have some things that can be utilized to benefit the kingdom of God, should they be developed and used? Oh, yes, for sure, for sure. You see the words, I will bless through the scripture. I already gave it to you in Genesis 12. Verses 1 and 3 when he spoke to Abraham. Numbers 23, 19, 20, we see this same message coming across. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. When you look at Balak and, and, and the, the prophet, he got up and he was hired to speak, remember, a curse. Couldn't do it. He ended up speaking a blessing. So we've received the command to bless. Amen. And that's what we need to do. Then it goes on in Deuteronomy. It, it says, I won't read it all. It says, and you will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb, the fruit of your land, your grain, your new wine, your oil, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flock, and the land which he swore to your fathers to give you. You shall be blessed above all the peoples. There shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your livestock. So I want you to see today, God wants to bless you. 
I don't want you and I don't want to be arrogant. We should not. We need to stay humble. When God blesses us, stay humble. But have that mindset. Thank you, Father. You've blessed me. Now use me so I can be a blessing to others. Amen. You're working for some people here. I don't know these people. They're strangers to me. But I will tell you this. They understand what I'm talking about today. They've known this for many, many years, haven't you? God's blessed them, given them skills. And you know what? Whether you know it or not, there's some things rubbing off on them, on you. And I don't mean just knowing how to swing a hammer. You're working with some good people. You're working with some people that have godly character. Plus, the Mennonites know how to keep neat farms. I I just, I, I go by, don't, I go, my God, that's beautiful. If I was a farmer, that's the way my farm would look. There's order there. See, if your life's in order spiritually, your life will be in order in the natural. So I speak that to you today. That's like a blessing. Learn everything you can from these people you're working with every day. I think you are. Because you'll see some things maybe a little different. It'll be good. Amen? It's important who you hang around. It's important who you hang around. What does God bless in closing? God, I'm not going to even give you the scriptures. God blesses your children. God blesses us with long life. God blesses us with prosperity, material possessions. Food and clothing. Seek ye first, though, the kingdom of God, and all these other things will be added onto you. God's blessed us with the opportunity to sow, just like we did in, in, in Stephen's life. There are spiritual and, and eternal blessings. That's where we're going next. We're going to spend time with that. You know, if we put the things of the spirit before the things of the natural, we'll reap the things in the material possessions. So let's keep everything... In order. Would you stand to your feet this morning, please? I firmly believe what I'm about to do is God. And it's God's word. And these, this is a blessing. In fact, it's entitled a tither's blessing. Well, I don't tithe. Well, start, you'll be blessed. <clears throat> Even if it starts with giving, it'll lead you into tithing. I don't care wherever you're at financially. You keep this mindset, I'm going to tithe, I'm going to give. You can't outgive God. So, I'm going to speak and proclaim these, this blessing over you today. All you need to do is receive it. And I expect some wonderful testimonies in the days ahead. Amen. I can't, how many of you can hold your hands up? What's that mean? It's the what? Universal sign of surrender. I proclaim today spiritual and financial increase upon your house. I call in jobs for those who are unemployed. I call 
better jobs in for those of you that desire and need them in this hour. I bless you for a breakthrough. Where there's been a clogged up and restricted flow, it'll begin to flow normally again in Jesus' name. Because of your obedience to tithe and to give offerings, I declare God's favor to be upon you. It shall surround you as with a shield. I believe those things the enemy has desired to to stop the blessings of God from flowing, I thank you, Lord, His, His plans will be thwarted and they will cease and desist in this hour in Jesus' name. And all that God has meant for you and your family shall be released to you. God has stated that He wishes you to prosper. So I speak blessings upon you, those that work in sales and commissions, that deals and opportunities be attracted to you, and God will bless you in an extraordinary way. I speak over this giving congregation today that opportunities for advancement will come to you. I also call forth raises and bonuses. I pray for those who are employers, those who are in authority over this congregation, that their hearts will be softened, that they'll see that they have a good employee that's working for them and will bless them appropriately. I call back to your residences, wallets, and bank accounts, that which Satan has attempted to steal from you, as he did with Job in the Bible, and he shall restore double what was lost or stolen. Because the Lord rejoices over his children, he delights to see us happy and blessed, the Lord will cause you to find money unexpectedly, and he will bless you and surprise you with unexpected checks in the mail, right out of nowhere, and for those of you that own your businesses, blessings so abundantly abundant, that your company will be able to bless its employees with good pay and package benefits. I speak abundance, a spirit of abundance over this congregation that God miraculously brings you out of debt and that the stress of debt and the burden of debt will release your minds and you can come into new peace and a new reality of financial freedom that you and your house may serve God in newness and joy. I bind the spirit of debt over these people today, and I thank you, Lord, they're released in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, wisdom is released, Lord God. Common sense, Lord God, to know how to handle their finances. Lord, I say today that may you and your house begin to enjoy plenty so that you can give liberally and generously in offerings as well as alms to the poor. I thank you, Father. These people have been blessed and will be blessed this year. This church will be blessed this year. And we will be a blessing to those around us in our communities, Lord, our neighbors and our friends, in Jesus' name. And everyone that believed that said, Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're blessed. You're really blessed. Amen. Well, before I go, anyone need prayer for...